Welcome to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rattan. With over 30 years in leadership, Al is ready to share his struggles and successes to help you change your mindset and become the leader you want to be. Learn what it takes to be a successful leader and hear from other entrepreneurs as they share their leadership journeys. It's time for you to lead your team or organization to their full potential. Let's get started. Here is your host, Al Rattan. Welcome back to part two of our webinar on raising your bars. And in part one, we covered the four aspects of bars, which is behaviors, actions, results, and success. And each of these stages is vital to create long-term significance. And we showed you how starting at the beginning, i.e. with your behaviors and then the actions, will deliver your desired results and success. Um, so, hey, Al, great to be to be back here. What what was your biggest really takeaway good. from uh, from last week, Al? You know what? I'm actually very excited about this because, like, Chris and I started this idea of helping you all raise your bars, um, and we came up with that ac- acronym. And now it's spun off into some really cool potential things. So, if anything, my friend, this this past week, I, my um, my behaviors and actions have changed or have become more consistent and persistent uh, about, uh, you know, adding value to others and building and growing my business. And it's actually, it's very exciting to think of, and we've got some exciting stuff coming folks, and we're not going to tell you what it is tonight, uh, but it has something to do with raising your bars and it's going to be pretty darn exciting when Mm -hmm. we launch it in about four to eight weeks. Um, and, and so, you know what? Yeah. Our first webinar, I've taken some action there and, 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 uh, along with you, Chris, and, and you know what it is. We can't tell anybody else right now, but we know what it is and it's going to be good and it's exciting. And I'm, I'm fired up, man. I'm fired up. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, me too, Alan. And, you know, for me, it was the fact that, that again, learning and understanding that, that we are in control of our destiny. Right. And we, if we take those actions, we are control of our destiny. We really can achieve anything we want from life as long as we're prepared to put in the work and pay the price every day. Right. And paying that price again, let me just stop there and say it's not necessarily a financial price. Right. But you, but there's a cost to everything. And Mm -hmm. are you prepared to do that? And Theodore Roosevelt said, nothing worth having comes easy. You know, nothing (laughs) worth having comes easy. That's the truth. So true. (laughs) Right. <laughs> Apart from these webinars, of course, because they're because they're free and you just flick flick on and watch them. But but right. even that, you you watch it, but taking action, changing your behaviors, changing your actions, and moving towards the results that you want is not easy. No, absolutely right? not. Because it absolutely can take effort, effort and intentionality on your part. Even like even our mentor John Maxwell says everything worthwhile is uphill. Yeah. Right. And if we know if we're riding a bike uphill or walking uphill, it takes extra effort. But that's where the worthwhile stuff goes. It's easy mm-hmm. to roll down the hill, but it takes yeah. effort to go uphill, right? It is. It is. It's funny as well because Vicky and I joined a local gym the other day that do it, – it's a, a pretty cool concept where they, they have 10 stations as you go around. It's like a circuit training, but there's TVs that show you what to do, and you, and you get four rounds of – I think it's 30 seconds on, on each station. Right. 
<laughs> with a, a a break in between and then you move on and there's a, a two sides as either a hit or a fit and um we we went last thursday for the first time and uh you know my competitive nature i push it and man i was aching and and, and sweating and aching and Vicky's mum said, well, you know, you, you don't have to, to, to give it everything and try. And I went, oh, yes, you do. <laughs> Otherwise, Absolutely. what's the point, right? Exactly. What's the point of doing it? So, again, exactly. you know, we, we, we've heard before and we've probably said it before that, yeah, you can go to the gym, but just going to the gym is not going to get you the results. Is what, what effort and, uh, and actions that you take when you're at the gym that will get you the results. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Because, I mean, you're right. You could show up and you can sit there and watch other people work out, but that's not going to help right. you get in shape. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, you know, the, the, the other factor that, that, that came out of the, this, that again, was, was a big takeaway for me, was that when we're working towards our destiny, there's things that we can control and there's things that are outside of our control. Yeah. And yeah. really, the, the only thing we should really focus on are those things that are within our control. So again you know there's a if you you're watching the webinar you'll see the slide up there and um i've seen this this slide several times on social media but Absolutely. things that you can control are your your thoughts and actions right so let's say it from me it's my thoughts and actions how i speak to myself how i spend my free time you know my boundaries how i handle challenges the goals i set and what i give my energy to so in other words yeah. what you can control is you Absolutely. Right. Hey, Chris, let me, let me throw it, throw something in here at you. If you had to pick one of those, what's the one area that you need to work on in your life from that list? I think, gosh, the one area. Um, I, 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 as soon as you said how I speak to myself, that spoke to me because yeah. I often find myself being my biggest uh, the biggest detractor, distractor from my, from my goals, my vision, my dreams, my desire saying, you know, I'm not good enough. I can't do this. I'm never going to achieve it. Right. And, and it's crazy because I, you know, I, I coach people and, yeah. and I'm yeah. encouraging and uplifting them and pushing them forward. And it, it's kind of like, you know, the doctor makes the worst patient. Right. I find myself uh, the way I speak to myself is not, not the right tone at some, at times. Correct. And I, I say that to, to other people when I hear them say, oh, I'm so stupid or I'm dumb or and I, I say, would you say that to somebody else? Right. Would, yeah. would, would like, Al, if I say to myself, I'm dumb, what do I say to you? Al, you're dumb. No, yeah. I wouldn't. So why would I say that to myself? Right. right? So so that's a thing. I, I, I got to say that's one thing that I'm I, I, I don't slip into that one. I'm, I'm, Good I'm for pleased. you. I would say, in all honesty, probably the goals that I set. Okay. You know, I, 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 I've slipped away from setting those goals and sort of got into life. I'm, you know, I'm loving life and I'm, I'm enjoying it. And I do do lots of things that, that, that energize me. Mm-hmm. Um, but have I got clearly set goals? Um, well, now we have because of the, the thing we're working on that's going to be launched in a month or so. Um, right. You know, that is there. So, so that's one thing I would say. And, and I would say that, again, a lot of people would fall for those two things. Right. right, they talk badly to themselves, and they don't set themselves stretch goals. Let's put it that and way. I, and I think we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about what is out of our control. Because as I'm looking at this list, um, I think uh, some people are allowing these things to affect them, like it is within their control. So, do you want to read that those real quick? Yeah. So the the actions of others, uh, the past, 
the opinions of others, what happens around me, what other people think of me, how others take care of themselves. These two, I'm not sure I quite agree with, right? One is the yeah. future and the other is the outcome of my efforts. Right. right. Yeah. Now, I think if you're totally in control of everything you do, you can control to a degree the outcome of your efforts and the future. Now, right. there are some things in there that are outside your control. I get that. So, but exactly. certainly from the other things, the common factor along those is basically you can't control other people. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the truth. I think there was, there was a quote, uh, I think it might have been Les Brown that said it, that, you know, other people's opinion of you does not define you. Something exactly. along those lines, yeah. right? Yeah. Or other and people, someone else's opinion is none of my business. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I think we need to to look at, because too many people allow other people to influence them in a in a in a bad way. You know, they'll they'll. Yeah they'll they'll have their 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 way of doing things and then somebody else will basically say no i don't agree with that you shouldn't be doing that and instead of having that persistence and desire to carry on they give up yeah exactly because somebody's opinion which doesn't and again you know if they're loved ones and trusted advisors and people are going to to counsel we should ser- seriously listen to the words of others but if it's you know if it's an acquaintance or a friend that you know, pops in once in a while to pull you down. We need to be very cautious of allowing those words to take root um, in our mind and and distract us from, from really what's going on. And I think that, you know, brings us to, to the, our next point, we wanted to talk a little bit about values and priorities tonight, Chris, Mm -hmm. as well. And, and just the, you know, obviously if without knowing and having strong values, we can get easily distracted, pulled off course. And, and I found this great quote by Roy Disney. And it says, when your values are clear to you, making decisions becomes easier. And I just sort of put in my notes here. It says, knowing our values is kind of like our internal compass, guiding us in the direction we should go. Yeah. And I think it's important for us to, to define, understand, maybe even write down memorize or know within our know know that we know that we know what our values are because that's going to keep us on course as mm-hmm. the attacks of life come yeah yeah it is and those values should be things that you you you're not going to compromise under any circumstances right you you hard fast that is that is what you believe and and the, the this is where again the the you know what what you do for a living who you who you work for um all of those things those those should align with your values if exactly. they don't you're at conflict and and that's going to cause stress and and unhappiness right so you you're need not to gonna, you're that. not going to be a, you're not going to be living to your full potential you're not going to be doing your best giving your best in those situations correct. if you're in conflict with yourself yeah, correct and yeah. and you can definitely control your values, right? But as as Al said, really, how many of us truly know what our core values are? Uh, again, those things that yes. we won't compromise under any circumstances. And I, mm-hmm. I've used an exercise um, with private coaching clients and um, uh, and actually people are uh, you know people on my team at work um, to to really help define their top five core values. And what it does, it involves working from a list of 100 values. And the list, to be honest, I actually got from um, Dare to Win by Brene Brown. 
a mm-hmm. hundred values on there and you narrow that list down to 25 and then further you narrow it down again to what you perceive are your top five values then the second stage is is you actually take that list and you give the list to three to five people who you know mm-hmm. right they could be they could be family they could be your spouse they could be work colleagues friends just five people three to five people and then you, what you do is you ask them to do the same thing, but to 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 determine your values, right? So there's the list oh, of how they values. see you. That's Correct. very interesting, right? Yes. So you ask them to narrow it down to five, and then I take it a stage further and say, when they've done that, ask them to say why they feel those five are the values that that they see in you. Mm, and then what mm-hmm. you do, you get all of them together, you put them together, and you cross reference, and you and you say. What are the commonalities there, right? Is there any? Um, and then what are the things that stand out? Because how you see yourself is not necessarily how other people see you. And, yeah. and you know, we've talked about this in, uh, in Knowing What You're For, right? But when we, we've done mm-hmm. those podcasts, right? What do you want to be known for? And what do other people think that you're known for? for yeah, exactly. Right? And, and this values exercise is, it can be quite eye-opening. Um, you know, it can be quite shocking in a way, but you know what? It's better to know and have awareness of what your values are. And if you are, if, if you've got these five values, but you, you may not be living them every day. Right. All right. So you're you, out of other people are not seeing it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was really cool because, uh, the John Maxwell company has the five, the, the values exercise values cards mm-hmm. exercise and it's, uh, from the five levels of leadership. John talks about it. Anyways, I, I took the, I was at a, a board meeting last week with the board that I sit on up here in Canada. It was with the board of directors and the executive leadership team from the company. And uh, I brought that and we did the values cards exercise with the board in our board alignment session. Uh, we did it with the ELT and the board. And it was actually really a, everybody loved the exercise. It only take, took like 15 minutes to do mm-hmm. Everybody loved the exercise and it was really cool to see because we've been working together for a number of years. It was really cool to see how many shared values there were around the table. Nice. And I think that brought a lot of unity to the company because again, once you, once you see, Hey, so-and-so two seats down from me around the boardroom table thinks integrity is just as important as I do. Amazing. Now we have that commonality and we, yeah. we know each other because we worked together for a while, but this took it to a whole new level and mm-hmm. people were still talking about that exercise the next day. Yeah. So it was, it was a powerful time. And I, I would encourage you, you know, do what Chris said, you know, find the, find the exercise from Renee Brown or go to the John Maxwell store and look for the values cards exercise. And there's many of them online. You can do too. do that exercise with your team and discover uh things about each other yeah so so oh sorry chris go ahead well i was just going to say as well al you know it's a good it's a good exercise for spouses to do <laughs> um, to, to say yeah. are, are our values aligned as well right, right. and, and yeah. i'm not saying they have to be exactly the same no. but what it what it helps is if is if if you know your values and the other and your spouse knows your values and you know theirs yeah. right, it helps you in that understanding and communication and and absolutely uh, you know, all of the, the the stuff that we talk about with DISC and you do with the EQ and so on, right? right. Everything, just that awareness and understanding really will help um, with with relationships for sure. 
Absolutely. So uh, to to get off of the values uh, thing for a minute and just wrap up with priorities, uh, we wanted to talk about those a little bit as well, because I think that if we have the value, if we know our values, it helps us align our priorities, which is going to keep us on track to give us those results mm-hmm. and that success that we're desiring. This is part of the part of the the uh, the dis- discipline and action part of things, right? Or the 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 behaviors and actions part yep. of things. So, and this quote I have here too: make sure your priorities are aligned with your values and your vision, mm-hmm. right? So uh, once we have our priorities established, you know, it's really time to get to work. We know our values. We've established our priorities. Now it's time to get to work and actually raise our bars. Absolutely. And, and the key, the the key thing with that as well, I know we, you know, we've said that you start at the beginning with your, your behaviors and the actions, Mm -hmm. but you do need to have your vision clearly defined before you start, because otherwise you start in without a destination in mind, I guarantee you won't get there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) If you don't know where you're going, you're not going to get there. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And so, so everything needs to align and it needs to be pointing towards your vision. Now it's not going to be a straight line folks. All right. It is going to be, there's going to be ups and downs and twists and turns along the way. But, but like the, the quote that Al showed from Roy Disney, and I've used a similar thing before when I talk about um, decision-making and choices, you, you have to know where you're going. You have to know where you're starting from. And then, as you are faced with choices, which you are every single day that you have mm. to make a decision, you use that alignment between where you are and where you want to be as your barometer for making that decision. Exactly. It, if you make that decision, is it going to take you towards your vision or is it going to take you off on a tangent? And then, and that's, and that's great because I think it's, you know, was it Jim Collins? Good to great, right? Like he, he talks about, I think it's that book anyways, talks about, you know, again, evaluating everything that comes up you in your life. Right. And then, and then is this, and, and this, and so folks, if you're an S type personality, the supportive type personality, which the largest group of the population is. So odds are, if you're listening, you (laughs) are an S or, you know, somebody that's yes, very difficult for you to say no to people. But here's the thing. If we say yes to all the good, it is good to great. Now I'm on track again. If you say yes to all the good, when something great comes along, you don't have margin in your calendar to say right. yes to it. So you either miss the opportunity or you have to break integrity and tell somebody that you said yes to for the good thing that, hey, I can no longer do that. Yeah. So I know that I've become very guarded with A, my time, and B, when somebody asks me to do something, I 95% of the time, I don't say yes right away unless I know that I know that I know that I can do it and it aligns with my values. And it's going to, and not saying that I'm being, I'm not saying this to be selfish and I, I want to serve others. That's my mission in life is to serve others. Uh, but I'm very careful of what I say yes to because you could get sucked into filling your calendar with stuff that is going to, again, do nothing for you to help you reach the level of success that you want to reach in life. Yeah. So, and I know some people have struggled with that because, you know, selfish or is that, is that being selfish? It's not, you're being protective because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's my job to ensure that my family is taken care of. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not taking care of me, then how can I take care of my family? Yeah. 
So, and, and, and Chris, I don't have a slide for this, but I just want to throw one more quote out there as we sort of bring this in for a landing and then I'll throw it back over to you. But this is from, uh, I think his name is Dallin H. Oaks. It says, desires dictate our priorities. Priorities shape our choices and choices determines our actions. So good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. And again, we're talking about raising our bar, right? Behaviors, actions, results, Mm -hmm. success. And we want to help you with that. Yeah. And, and the, the, the the thing with that, Al, is that we've, again, we've said this before, the, the circumstances that you find yourself in now are the, are the consequence and the result of, of choices and the actions that you've taken in the past. You are there because of what you've done. Yeah. And so this is, it's again, you know, what we talked about earlier, what, what can you control? And, and really one of those things on there was controlling like what you focus on, right? How you spend your time and what you prioritize. Mm -hmm. And this is everything that we're talking about. It's, Mm -hmm. it's really, it's simple, but it's not easy. Exactly. It's it's the universal law of sowing and reaping, Chris. Yep. You're so, if you, if, if, if a farmer plants corn, he gets corn. He doesn't plant corn and expect wheat, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. So if you want success mindedness in your life, then you got to start speaking success. It becomes a daily habit yeah. of seeking and speaking and learning and growing to get to get to the success that you desire to have. Exactly. If you want to get healthy, then you start sowing the exercise. Right. Right. Yeah. And if you don't, if you want, if it, and again, right. 20 years down the road, you know, eating that piece of cheesecake every day or drinking that can of Coke every day, it's either you're going to reap mm-hmm. the harvest <laughs> at some point in time. Exactly. Yeah. So you got to be yeah. careful. A, the, again, going back to that slide, right. We can go right, right back to this thing here. What words am I speaking to myself? Mm-hmm. Because those words are seeds coming out of my mouth that are going to fall on the ground and either going to grow or they're going to die. Yeah. And I'm talking the ground, the ground is my mind, right? I'm Mm -hmm. speaking those words. My mind is hearing it. My subconscious doesn't know if it's true or false. If I keep telling myself I'm stupid, your subconscious mind finally goes, Oh, it must be true. You're stupid. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And then you believe it and that becomes your reality. Yeah, which is anyway. your thoughts and actions as well, right? Thoughts are things, exactly. and and they and they yeah. become that reality. So, the, you know, the, wow. the I think the 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 thing I would would say to to end this off is be the person you want to become. Yes. Right. So be the person you want to become. Mm-hmm. Don't say when I'm there, I'll do this. Right. Yeah. When I'm in a leadership position, I'll take leadership classes. Too late. Right. Uh, there was, I think it was John Wooden says when opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. Right. right. Something along those lines. And this is what we're saying. Prepare now, get ready. It starts with your thoughts. It starts with your actions, your behaviors, mm-hmm. and then you'll get the, the results. And it's your choice. It, right. You it either really choose is. good behaviors and actions or you choose bad ones. It really is. Yeah. And here's the thing. Chris and I want to help you. 
Okay. We want to see you reach the level of success that you're desiring in life, but you're going to have to take the, you're going to have to take the first step. (laughs) You're going to have to do the work. Okay. So, uh, you know, we went a little bit longer than we wanted to tonight. Uh, but Chris, I'm going to throw it back to you to just, to just wrap things up folks. I hope you got some value out of this Mm -hmm. tonight. Share this video podcast, wherever you hear it or see it. Uh, with your friends and family and yeah. encourage, encourage them to take the right action steps to start raising the bars in their life so they could have the success and the results that they are desiring. So Chris, I'll throw it back to you to wrap things up. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter how old people are either, right? This applies yeah. to teenagers all the way through to, to, um, if you're, if you're breathing, you're, you can do it. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> uh, and, and the choice is yours. It really is. Yes. And we're not here to force anybody. We're here to offer help. All right. And Absolutely. so reach out to Al or I on, on social media. You know, we're, we're, we're happy to, to, to help watch out for our, our exciting program that's coming that, that could be for you, but it might not be. All right. The choice is yours. Um, but, but yes, please, please share this. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, ask us questions. Uh, again, we, we do this for, for, for you, but it also at the same time benefits us because we grow from it too. As we've, as we've, we've shared earlier, we got takeaways from last week and we've, we've made a difference in our lives between part one and part two. Right. Right. Yes. Watch out for what's coming after part two, but that that's all for now. Again, thanks for, yes. for listening, watching, um, you know, sharing it with others. We look forward to, uh, to hopefully seeing your growth and you seeing our growth and, uh, and getting on a journey together soon. Absolutely. Have a great day, folks. Take care. Thanks for listening to Lead from the Driver's Seat with Al Rutan. Al would love to hear from you. Reach out anytime at www.lrutan.com or hello at lrutan.com.